Good evening and welcome to Crypto Facto, episode 4. The show formerly known as A Million Shitcoins. Now, why did I change the name? Because from time to time, like tonight, I want to discuss something different than... you. Look, listen, you all know that I'm a Cryptopia fanboy. I love, the, I love my micro caps on Cryptopia. But from time to time, like tonight, I want to discuss something a bit different. So I decided that Crypto Facto which is a take on the word ipso facto. Am I a genius? I'll leave that for you to decide. But it's a take on uh, ipso facto. And so we're going to talk about cryptocurrencies like we normally do. And then after that, I'll talk a bit about life, a bit about my life and how I think and what I feel. So in the description below, what I'll do is I'll put the timestamp for, for the live talk on. So if you're not into your cryptos and you just want to come here for that stuff, then you can skip. And obviously the way around, if you're here for cryptos and you know, you're not here for to hear about my fucking boring life, then you can, you can turn off when it, when it gets to that time. So I'm at Crypto Mickey on Twitter. I'm the conduit between the geeks and the freaks. Why am I the conduit between the geeks and the freaks? Because most of this cryptocurrency chat, to be honest, goes right over my head. And what I need to do is is get the experience and the input from people in my Discord group so I can then distill that and repackage it and give it to you guys. So hopefully when I do that, I can translate if you like from from the geek from the geek language to the to the normal you know normal words because i'm a lay person like probably a lot of you watching this video ah so go to um at breakout tickers on twitter and join his uh discord group it's called crypto crew because uh, that's where we all chat about this stuff, and there's even a thread for for this YouTube video. Um, but first, I've got to give a big shout out then to uh, to Earball, to Maz, to Beaker, to Tom, and especially to Plaz Smoke, Plaz Smoke, Plaz Smoke, who helped me enormously in uh, in preparing this episode. He gave me a lot of the talking points, so. Go into our Discord group and, and say hello to them lot. Um, so, before I start, obviously this isn't financial advice. I'm just a fucking tool on the internet. Talking bollocks. Absolute bollocks. So, don't listen to a word I say. Don't invest anything that you can't afford to invest. I always tell people that if you're not prepared to throw the money that you're going to invest in, in cryptocurrency on a fire or give it away to a homeless bum, then don't invest it. You can invest more, but you won't have as much fun. So small stakes, small stakes, and you might get a 10x. Now, there is another way to do it, of course, and that's if you're in for the long hold, the long hodl, in which case I feel like you can invest a bit more and you can just leave it in the coin of your choice. You know, there's a lot of coins out there that are going to definitely see 10x within the next five years. Maybe more. You know, you know what those coins are. Strat, ANS, LBC Library, um, Bitcoin, Ether, 
you know, those coins are always going to, they're always going to do well. So if you want to invest a little bit more, I would say do it for the long-term hodl, the long-term hold. Okay. So tonight I wanted to discuss ant shares. Why? Because on Monday they're rebranding to NEO. Now, everybody thought Anchez was a shite name. I certainly did. And Neo is pretty badass, isn't it, to be honest? Um, I like it. I like, I like Neo. I think it's a cool name. So, there's a lot of anticipation on all the forums and the threads and on Twitter that this rebranding is going to exponentially increase the value of the coin. Now, there is some case history to support that, actually. When... Dash. Dash was previously known as Darkcoin. And when they rebranded, that rose exponentially. I think someone told me about 16 times. Now, since then, the market is different. So, you know, we might not get a 16x rise. We might not get a 2x rise. But we'll definitely get some rise. And actually, as this, as I'm recording this video, I checked uh, I checked BitTrets just before. And it's now at $7, $7.90. So it's had a good rally today. If you want to buy some, maybe wait, maybe wait, BTFD, buy the fucking dip, maybe wait, I think we might see a little bit of a retracement over the next few hours, um, and then I think we're going to see a ramp up towards Monday when, when the rebranding actually occurs. So, in line with the rebranding, the, the developers at NEO, let's, let's call it NEO now, because Anchors is bullshit. Um, they, they've got a lot of new new development coming in, and, and thanks to the guys on on my Discord group, Crypto Crew, I can I can tell you what that that dev's going to be. So, I think the first one is that they're going to introduce Neo contracts, um, and this supports smart contracts uh, written in like Java or Kotlin um, languages that are, are well known. And have millions of devs uh, who know it and can use it and can work with it. Um, you know, unlike Solidity, which which only a handful of people know. So, I, I think I think this is a smart move by by the by the Neo developers. Uh, number two, they're actually partnering with a certificate authority in China to establish a digital identity system. Now, okay, Big Brother's watching, but, you know, if we're going to profit, oh, should I say that? Should I say that? I mean, we don't want our civil liberties worn, do we? But nevertheless, I'm here to provide you information. That's what I'm doing, providing you with information and, you know, choose to, you can choose to do with, with that information, whatever, whatever you want, you know. Um, I'm just a conduit. The conduit between the freaks and the geeks. Crypto Mickey on Twitter. Um, number three. So, there'll be a Nest Fund coming out later this year. Uh, and this uses the uh, NEO, or Anchor's smart contract, uh, as a DAO. Uh, a D-A-O. So, people can uh, invest, manage, and exit with ease. So it's basically a smart investing platform on the NEO network. Sounds pretty smart, doesn't it? I like the sound of that. 
So, number four, the Neo Council. So, the Neo Council has access to 50 million ant shares, right? So, right now, you can see that there's 100 million. It's, it says that on the moment on CoinMarketCap that there's 100 million ant shares, but actually there's only 50 million in existence now, available to the public. So, these this other 50 million is currently locked in in um the anchors or neo smart contract and this will unlock at a rate of 15 million coins per year um until the 50 is reached so within that 10 million will be used for operating cost uh and development and to pay salaries and stuff so this will likely be sold and converted to fiat and used to develop the coin so even though you know there's 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 more coins that's going to come out which potentially devalues the whole project they're using the other 50 for the right reasons all right so don't be too nervous about that what what they lose in in value will be gained in development and um you know paying more people to work for them just just they'll use the money to make the platform better so so don't be too nervous about that don't be too nervous about it um the other 40 million will be used to benefit us us as ant shares as ant shares users um that means that uh that that uh hardware wallets um and marketing partnerships things like that so it'll be it'll be used for stuff like that basically to divert to um to 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 benefit us you know what 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 people fail to realize when when they buy when they buy cryptocurrency is that you you are actually buying shares you are actually buying shares in an idea in a company in an ideal you know and as and as we're buying shares in NEO or Ant shares, then we're their shareholders. So, of course, they want to please their shareholders. So they're going to do right by us, shareholders. So, yeah, the other 50 will be used for, like, hardware wallets, marketing, partnerships, things like that. Stuff that develops the community. Yeah, stuff that benefits the community. So, number five... And I've been told to be careful the way I say this because there is some there is some uncertainty around this in the market. Is that the the cryptography, the cryptography is thought to be quantum computer proof? Now, thought to be, thought to be okay. I don't know, you know, who's watching this. Maybe you're noobs, maybe you're geeks, whatever. But quantum computers are basically computers with like exponentially higher um exponentially higher ram exponentially higher um output uh it's like thousands of times higher and and these computers can be used to crack anything um because they're so they're so good um so there is thought that the the current cryptography, the the security that goes into, uh, or that will go into the new uh, neo coin, will be quantum proof. Now, there's a big asterisk. There's a big big asterisk next to that. I don't know. 
I don't know. That's what they're claiming. That's what they're claiming. So, <clears throat> um, so that that that's the information there. That's that's the that they're the rumours. They're they're the promises that the developers are making, and um, I think I think it's a great coin. I do. I really think it's a good coin, and. Um, I believe that the rise could be exponential, and and let's let's have a bit of fun with some with some theoretical numbers, right? So the market cap, let me check this. The market cap for for Bitcoin is forty six billion dollars, right? And the market cap for for Ant shares is three hundred eighty million. So. It's exponentially higher. It's exponentially higher. Um, so we can work this out here. So uh, 48 billion divided by 380 million Google. So 126 times. So if, if, if AntShares on Neo shared the same market cap as Bitcoin... And this is fantasy stuff, you know. Don't, don't take this too seriously. But but there is some there is some thought behind what I'm saying, and the, the you know, um, market cap is is a is a good barometer of what of what can of what the growth can be. So it's it's not totally pie in the sky. So if Ant shares at the moment is seven seven dollars eighty, so that times one hundred twenty six is $982. So, one so if if Neo or Anchor's shared the same market cap as as Bitcoin, that would make one Neo, one Anchor worth at $982. That's that's fun to think about, isn't it? Now, we were having a bit of a, a bit of a laugh on uh on our Discord group earlier talking about, you know, Bitcoin is the new gold. Well then, the new gold. Well, the gold, the market cap for gold is seven trillion dollars. So, we were having a bit of a laugh, and and we worked out that you know if if the Bitcoin market cap did go to seven trillion, and that would make one Neo, one Neo, one Ant shares over a hundred thousand dollars. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? I mean, so the rebranding takes place on Monday. And I think you, you've heard you've heard if you've been in cryptocurrency or shares and stocks and shares for any amount of time, you'll you'll hear this this phrase uttered by the by the rumor, sell the news. And that means that you accumulate your coin as it's going up, as the as the rumors are circulating. And then when the news is released, that's probably probably the right time to sell some of the some of the stocks off some of your shares off but I'm not telling you you should do that but it's just a thing it's just a thing that people say you know so I think that's that's enough about crypto today so if you come here for the crypto news and you come here for for that only you can go now so it's been lovely to have you peace out and I'll see you later and if you're here for the talk about life now it's just about to get interesting.
because I've prepared something today. Actually, it's something I prepared a long time ago because I think a lot about this this weird shit, you know. And today I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about reality. What is reality? You know, talk about perception. How our perception of things can can change the the reality we live in. Um, you know, we're, we're we're constantly told that seeing is believing, but I actually think it that's the wrong way around. It should be flipped around. I think it should be believing is seeing, because like a continual work of art, we paint our reality in our heads. So, what I mean by that is we recode parcels of information we receive through our senses and then build a picture of it in our heads. Now, there's actually a tremendous mismatch between what we perceive and what the world is actually like. And I, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I feel that not, we don't have a shared reality, you know, all, all of us. We don't have a shared reality. I think, I think when I see something, I say, that's nice, or that's the colour blue, or that's the colour red, or that's nice to look at. What's to say that other people are seeing exactly the same thing, the exactly the same shade, the exactly the same, you know, aesthetics? Because the reality isn't shared. It's, it's built up like a, like a picture in your head. And you can do your own little your own little test here, right? Find a mirror and stare into it like that. Stare into it, right? And look from side to side like that. Look in one eye and look to the other eye, right? Now, what do you see? Even though your eyes are moving from side to side, you can't perceive it in the mirror. It looks like your eyes are just staying still. Crazy, right? It's weird. Because when we saccade our eyes, rapidly move our eyes around our environment, your brain actually turns off visual processing. You know that, right? Uh, so we're able to receive a smooth and manageable like input into our brains because if, if they didn't turn off that visual processing, it, everything would be so jerky because there'd be too, you'd be wanting to take in too many fucking pieces of information. So you, you, your brain actually switches your visual processing off um, just to make the input manageable, right? So you can actually hypothesise um, that, we're, that we're guessing the bulk of what we're seeing. And we're filling in the parts of the model like, like a jigsaw. Um, and those pieces of information that are deemed important and worthy of our particular attention at that time are, are, are represented clearer, whilst, you know, those things in our periphery, are, they're basically a, a, a sort of, like I said earlier, it's, it's like a painting in your mind and it's all kind of blurred around the edge and the representation that that we build of our reality can sometimes be very sloppy you know i i feel that anyway so if we consider that our environments are, are fully constructed in our brain i read i read um i i i like the infinite monkey cage podcast and they had a great guest on, I can't remember his name now, but 
Uh, I'll try and reference it below in the description. And uh, he he was he was um, he was a neuroscientist. Dave something or other. I'll, I'll put it below. And he said that that it takes about 0.5 seconds for our brains to construct the model of our environment. So it takes 0.5 seconds for for this for this model this this model of what you're seeing to be fully. Uh, constructed in our brains and of course as you look around that model is constantly getting updated so this means that it takes a very small amount of time to decode our environment and recode it in our minds right and if you really think about this from a phys- from a philosophical perspective it, it could be it's quite paradigm altering in my in my opinion because what's happening in that half a second you know, is is there scope in that in that half a second to to put our own tint, our own colour, on our reality? I put it to you that that's exactly what happens. So we all understand that there's a shared basic reality which we all buy into. But you know, if I say look at that red car, you broadly understand what what I'm saying and and what I'm pointing to. But it's becoming increasingly clear to me that it's. We're not perceiving exactly the same thing. You know, I, I feel that we put our own gloss on reality. Now, okay, here's a great example. Imagine you're walking through a forest somewhere, right? In the UK. And in the UK, we know that there are no predators in the forest. There's nothing that's going to eat us, right? So we can have a walk through the woods without fear. We walk without fear and, and we can take in the environment and it's nature and it's lovely. Now, consider now that you know or you get word that there's a tiger on the loose in that forest. Now, suddenly, every movement and every shadow you believe is a tiger coming to eat you, don't you? So every twig break or every rustle would signal your imminent demise. And the whole experience would, would go from a lovely walk in nature to, to a jumpy and nervous affair. So the environment around you in both cases is absolutely identical. It's just your personal interpretation of that environment that's changing. And I think the same is true on a cultural level. So a deeply religious person might see the face of Jesus or Mary in a burnt piece of toast. Right? You, you see that shit all the time, don't you? Now show that piece of toast to an atheist and they're not going to see it, are they? You know, or show the same piece of toast to a tribe in the Amazon forest who's never heard of Jesus and they're not going to see it. Why? Because of their perception. Because perception colours things. You know... Your cultural references, um, sorry, your cultural frame of reference changes, doesn't it? So I put it to you, just to sum up now, I put it to you that in that half a second, as our brains are constructing that hypothetical model of the environment around us, we can choose to colour or tint it as we wish. Right, how cool is that? That is to say, we can choose to interpret things as positive or negative, right? 
if you think about it like that, you can, it's paradigm altering. You know, you, you, you're driving in your car and there's some arsehole in front of you or behind you. Let's say there's some arsehole behind you right up your arse, right? Really close to your back bumper. And, you know, you can either think this guy's a complete tool uh, and I hope he dies. Or you can think, oh, perhaps this is a mother behind me who's who's rushing to the aid of her children. Maybe her children are hurt or something. And, you know, when you change, when you just just twist that frame of reference on its head, you, you see things in a different way. So I think you can interpret things in a positive or negative light. And in a small but meaningful way, we can, we can construct our own reality. It's beautiful, isn't it? When you think about it. So this has been the live section. Follow me at Crypto Mickey on Twitter. Uh, yeah, like and subscribe below. And uh, I'll see you next time for episode five. Uh, peace out. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.